Welcome to another exciting episode of Pixel Heart Duo, Gaming for Couples. As always, I am Frick. And I am Fox. She is Fox. We are here, and like we've been alluding to for the last week or so, those of you who follow us on social media, our friends and our family, um, we had been doing a two-part series on Nintendo, local co-op, online co-op, talking about dating, that sort of stuff. Um, now... We are going to discuss this week the pros and cons, which is better, between Sony's PlayStation 5 and Microsoft's Xbox Series S and Series X. Now, before we get into it, I just want to put it out there that, that we know a lot of you are going to say Nintendo is king. Nintendo is king for couples, for... You know, people who are not super into gaming, people who just, they want to get together, they have varying interests, Nintendo is king. They've got the Mario series, they've got Pikmin, they've got all sorts of things. You know, it's it's more couple-friendly. So, now that that is out of the way, Nintendo is king. This week, we are talking Sony versus Microsoft. Our thoughts on the matter, which one we think is better. Um, I think I already hear some rumbling grumblings, but <laughs> I mean, yeah, and this this is this this can be controversial. Um, the well actually glasses push up crowd um, can be coming out for this. Um, you know, and I do want to apologize those that are watching on YouTube. It might be a little stuttery. Um, it is the holiday break. I do have all four of my children at home um, and my recording computer which is normally upstairs is right outside my daughter's rooms so in order to keep them in their bedrooms I am downstairs in the nerd nerd sanctuary with the video games and the music equipment but unfortunately it is not hardwired in I am on wireless so the quality isn't always the best anyways as we were we were saying this week, we're going to talk Sony versus Microsoft. There are rumblings, there are grumblings. The purists are going to come out. The fanboys are going to come out. I will tell you, I am a fanboy for one of the brands, the manufacturers. Um, but my argument might surprise you a little bit. Um, so, I am a Sony fanboy. I have owned a PlayStation, I have owned a PlayStation 2, I've owned a PlayStation 3, a 4, I've owned a PlayStation 5, I've owned a PSP, I've owned a Vita, like, I am a Sony fanboy, through and through. I skipped, um, I had an Xbox, I had a 360, uh, I had an Xbox One, I, you know, I have, you know, a Series X, I, it's just mainly just because I'm a gamer, I feel like I have to have it, but in terms of what I get first... I am a Sony fanboy. Um, I do the lion's share of the talking, so before I kind of give my thoughts on the matter, um, why don't you just go ahead and chime in and kind of share, I know that, that you have kind of been reading some articles, you have your own kind of opinions on things, just kind of generally speaking, um, in terms of speaking from the woman side of things, from the, like, 
you love gaming, but you're not rabid about it in the sense that like you will get into heated arguments with people. Kind of your initial thoughts on like Sony versus Microsoft, um, and we'll just kind of go over some points. But just kind of from your perspective, like what is what is your take on, you know, what would be better? Just kind of as a whole, looking at it from surface level in terms of Xbox versus PlayStation. So I have. Um, thankfully, and avoided full-on Donnie Brooks um, simply because I am a fangirl of neither. I am a PC master race. We are superior. It is what it is. Um, <laughs> so you know, I for a very long time subscribed to the idea that real gamers don't play on consoles. Um, and that got me into a little bit of a trouble when I got serious into Lords Mobile, which is a mobile game. And I told them all that they were actually not gamers. Um, okay, so that might have been a fall on Donnybrook. But, <laughs> but other than that, um, I just pretty much have been um, a PC gaming purist for the longest time. Uh, about a... Let's see, I want to say about six years ago, um, I got introduced to the Switch, and I I only really started picking it up and and playing it probably about a year and a half ago, and you know kind of fell in love with that handheld system, um, and now I am dipping my pinky toe into the console world and therefore argument since then and it gets uh you know people are pretty dug in um there's they've both done an amazing job with um brand loyalty because they're loyalists man they gonna fight they gonna fight <laughs> <laughs> so it's been you know and i and i've seen some some arguments you know kind of like that have made me a little bit nervous in my workplace um but yeah so um it, it it's kind of an outsider looking in sort of thing so it's been an interesting thing i will say i did vote with my dollars um so, but I won't reveal what I did because it's a Christmas present and my kids don't know. Shh. I have a deal with Santa and his elves. So there you go. Yeah. <laughs> well, and so um, we did have some people chime in, um, like I said, friends and family, uh, where we, we kind of gave a little teaser on what we were going to be talking about on social media and we had some people chime in. Um, and so I, I, I promised that I would kind of touch on some of the points and, and give my thoughts on Sony versus Microsoft. Um, now, I am a Sony fanboy through and through. You hold a gun to my head, you hold me over a cliff, you say you pick one, and the other one gets wiped off the planet. PlayStation. Like, simply f for me as a gamer, their first-party titles, their AAA titles, are unmatched. Not saying Microsoft and Xbox do not have those, but Sony's first-party titles are unmatched, and I think everybody can admit that. Like, you know, I know that, that Xbox, Bethesda just released Starfield. What do you freaking do? Like, it's amazing. I love it. 
God of War, Horizon, the Horizon series, Spider-Man. I mean, these are just like some of the more recent ones. But we are not... And there's rumors that the next Final Fantasy will be PlayStation only. I, I didn't want to get into RPGs, but I, I, in addition to being a Sony fanboy, going back even farther, I am a Final Fantasy fanboy. It's one of the biggest reasons why I'm a Sony fanboy is because on PlayStation you had, you know, Final Fantasy 7, 8, 9, 10, you know, and then 11 was online. 12 before it got re-released on all the other platforms 13 13 2 10 i mean all the anyways i don't want to devote too much time this is a couples gaming podcast i am a sony fanboy i feel with what microsoft has done with the xbox brand they are better suited for couples game pass period Xbox, Microsoft, yeah, period. <laughs> like, they have provided a service, and I know PlayStation has the PlayStation Now. They have PlayStation Plus. They've got the PlayStation Store. It just, it doesn't compare. Sony has put all of their effort in these big, massive titles. Microsoft has acquired licenses has acquired smaller indie developers yes they have acquired big developers but they have really kind of put the focus on we are microsoft we have an xbox we have the pc we can port back and forth and back and forth this is strictly playstation versus xbox xbox is better their peripherals work with pc so you can actually like if you have a laptop you have an xbox at home you got to go on a business trip. Like, you can take all your stuff. It, it just... Xbox works better. Game Pass has one flat fee for the Ultimate. If you're getting both PC and console. One flat fee. You get first day releases. I played Starfield. I played, you know, Need for... Um, uh, racing game. I can't even think... The, the Crew? Racing. No. Um, Forza. Um, oh, I mean, I played, yeah, my son lo loves the racing games. Um, like day one, didn't have to buy the game. I could play it on game pass. Like when I played undertale, finally, when I, when I got off my high horse and everyone was like, it's so amazing. Like day one on game pass, they removed it from game pass, but I was able to play it. And simply because Xbox has game pass, it just, it's, it's unmatched. Like as far as couples go, as far as the games go, as far as couples with kids go, where you you know you want to bring kids into it, again, Nintendo is king. We're not going to go there. Xbox all the way. Game Pass on Xbox all the way. Like, and the fact that Microsoft spans Xbox and PC means they make their peripherals seamless from one to the other. It's like. And in addition to that, like, this is my controller. There are many like it, but this one is mine for all, all you military veterans. Um, I hit the button, it signs me in to my profile with my game, my save data. Like, couples can have their own. I mean, I got the, I got the green, it's annoying, it's not my favorite color, but this is mine. Like, you have the purple controller. Like, 
that one is yours. You use it on your PC. Like, as a couple, we have our, like... And, and, and we'll kind of get a little bit more into it, but that's kind of like my opening salvo on, as a Sony fanboy, why I think the Xbox and Microsoft is better for couples. Your turn. From a, from a practical standpoint, um, for, from coming from somebody that really doesn't have any brand loyalty to either one, because as far as I'm concerned, they've both botched... A whole bunch of launches and I'm just like over it like uh like scalpers and all their their craziness can jump off a bridge um that's not nice anyway <laughs> um but from a practical standpoint I will say um Microsoft has dropped the price on the Xbox Series S X sorry um and as of right now, it is the most powerful system console on the market out of the two of them. Um, by hair, I don't know. I mean, I don't think that the performance is, you know, significantly better, but it's it's got a bit more storage and a bit more speed to it. Um, and it's cheaper. So I kind of... that. To me, that that hits like the practical mom side of me that says, mm, you know, Xbox is probably the way to go. It's like it's kind of a you know no brainer. Less money, more power. Um, however, and you were touching on the the Game Pass. It, it's it's a better price. They've got the family plan too, where, you know, if you've got multiple people, um, you can all that, you know, kids have moved away or, you know, or like with in Frick's case, he's, you know, he's got a, um, a co-parenting situation where, you know, he's got custody, shared custody with his kids. So, you know, they can go over to their, their mom's house and still play with dad um with the family pass so or family plan so th those are all excellent selling points honestly um so at the end of the day i'm still not going to tell you what i voted with with my dollars uh because santa will have to reveal that uh next week after everybody you know knows what santa is getting them <laughs> yeah. yeah. But you know, overall, that's kind of what I was looking into was power to money. Um the I am sad about some of the the PlayStation exclusives um because they are they are great. They're 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 really good. Um Microsoft, you know, they're looking at, you know, an exclusive deal with Elder Scrolls 2. So there's some there's some talk in the air about um, exactly what is going to go, what games are going to go where. Um, they're both kind of digging in and, and telling studios, pick a side, which is, uh, I think, at the end of the day, the, when that happens, I think it's, 
the gamers that lose. Um, I really like Fortnite's approach where everybody gets to play, um, you know, PC and Switch and and everyone. And I kind of wish that all of the games were like that. But, I, you know, if it's a major selling point, I understand. Yeah, and that's that's another good thing you brought up that I was going to touch on um, in terms of playing nice with others. Because, again, this is a couple's podcast, but couples are going to have friends. So in addition to playing together, you're going to want to play with your kids. You're going to want to play with your friends. And historically, Sony has been much more cutthroat and much more hardcore about this is our platform. It's the best platform for the the best gamers like Sony we've got the best first person titles we've got the best support Nintendo's been around since the 80s we've been around since the mid 90s with the launch of the first PlayStation so we've got experience you want to play the best games you want to play our titles buy a PlayStation Microsoft with their Xbox has been much more agreeable and amenable with the competition Fortnite, you can play with anybody. And it took a lot to get Sony to the table to have them do cross-function, to cross-platform. A lot of games, like the old Call of Duties, you had to have... I remember when I was still in the military, I had my group of friends that were all PlayStation guys, and we played... Modern Warfare 2, Modern Warfare 3, Black Ops 1, on the PlayStation 3. I had one or two buddies that played on Xbox 360, so I would have to buy two copies. Xbox, Microsoft, they brought their guard down and essentially were the first ones to say between the two giants, we don't mind cross-function. Like We just want to get titles into the hands of the players, you know? And Mr. Todd himself, the head of Xbox, has come out and said, we want to get titles into the hands of the gamers. Like, yes, we want them on Xbox, but more importantly, we want gamers to be playing games. Because if they're playing games, we are winning. And Sony has historically been like, we want people to play our titles on our platform. Like, it has been harder for them to come to the table. It's been harder for them to share. Like... For the longest time, they were negotiating, and they're still doing it, negotiating exclusivity deals like Final Fantasy VII Remaster. For the first 12 months, it was on PlayStation only. You wanted to play it? Go to PlayStation. Like, Xbox is still making moves. Like, they're buying Activision Blizzard. What comes with Activision Blizzard is one of the biggest first-person shooter titles. You know, and everyone was saying, okay, well, now they have Call of Duty, what are they going to do? Are they going to pull a Sony and say, okay, well, Sony, you pay us, you know, $11 billion and you can have Call of Duty on your console or else it's just going to be an Xbox exclusive. And they came out and said, nope, it's, it is going to be a title across all platforms, you know, and Xbox has been a lot more friendly with getting titles into the hands of gamers regardless of if you have a PlayStation or an Xbox. And it makes it a lot more appealing as much as I... It's really kind of paining me to promote them as much as I am, because I am a Sony fanboy. Like, I'm 
I look at my, my PS5 and I'm like, man, it's a gargantuan, ugly behemoth of white. I love it. It's gorgeous. And I look at my Series X and I'm like... It's a black it, box. It's a black brick. Like, uh, But it looks the nice, too. The black box. It looks nice, too. Uh, quick resume feature. Lovely. Um, but... <laughs> Xbox, I mean, they just, they. it seems like at the core, they care about dollars and cents, but they care about gamers. And they are much more willing to play nice with other major brands. And that bodes well for gamers. That bodes well for couples who like to game together and like to game with their friends as well. Um and like you said, they just dropped the price point. A Series X is $349 and some change. Like, and I mean, you could get a PS5 digital for $399 or a disc version for $499. And here comes, you know, Microsoft. And if you don't have $349, the Series S, if you don't have a 4K or an 8K TV, it's just as nice. The hard drive, you know, when it first came out, wasn't as big. Now they have one terabyte black versions, which you can go to your Best Buy or your local, you know, GameStop and buy a black, you know, a Series X black version. Has a one terabyte uh, hard drive, and it, it you can get a bigger hard drive. They sell them. They sell peripherals. Just doesn't have a disk drive, but you know, whatever. But like, they are their price points are much more palatable. They are much more digestible to couples who are trying to game on a budget as well so i mean it, it's just like it, it just reinforces that point that xbox is better for couples as a whole i have seen so you touched on something um ps5 has the digital version with where it does not have a disc drive that means all your games have to be downloaded um and, you know, whether you buy a DLC code from, say, GameStop or whatever, or you buy it, you know, off of the PlayStation Store, um, you know, it doesn't matter. But it, it is all strictly digital. So there's no disk drive. Um, the same is true for the Xbox Series S. There's going to be no uh, disk drive. So it is just just digital copies of your game. Um, I have seen that... Um, for those Sony people that went and went for the digital version, there is actually a disc drive accessory. Like, say, like three or four months into it, you're like, "Oh crap!" Like, I wanted to get. I I really miss having a disc. There is an accessory that you can get. It's like eighty bucks, though. You know, so it's like, ugh. you know, by the time you buy the digital version and then the additional disc drive. Um, you know, you may as well just bought the disk drive from the beginning. However, I have not seen anything like that for the Series S. So that means PlayStation does a little bit better for the digital people who might have buyer's remorse, say like three, four months into it, and they're like, "Man, I miss, I miss discs." Whereas, you know, Microsoft doesn't have that option. All right. Xbox doesn't have that option. Um, what do you think about versatility, multifunctionality, if that's a word? It is now. I'm making it a word. Who do you think does that better? Like as far as like watching movies and, you know, being able to 
go on YouTube and that kind of thing. I will say, um, I think that's a wash. Um, Sony was the first to include Blu-ray functionality on their on their PlayStations, you know, iterations ago. But now, you know, Xbox has Bluetooth or Blu-ray. Like they both. I mean, you can you can watch Netflix. You can watch Amazon. You know, your Prime Video. You can pretty much watch anything on either system. Um, it really comes down to personal preference. Um, the Xbox dashboard for me is a little bit more difficult to navigate in terms of streaming. But then again, that's also because I've I, the first system I buy in any console generation is always going to be Sony. Um, so I just have more experience with it. The, the dashboard, the user interface is easier for me to use on Sony. Like, I just know where I'm going. Um, in fact, Xbox just recently updated their dashboard a couple months ago, and it confused a lot of the user base because they're like, well, where did this go? Where did that go? Um, they both can do the same thing. It just it really comes down to ease of use and personal preference. And I think for me, because I have been using PlayStations and Sony stuff for so long, it's just second nature for me to stream on them. Um, truth be told, now that we all have smart TVs, uh, I mean, people who don't have smart TVs, obviously you have to use your media devices, but I don't even use my, my PlayStation or my Xbox um, for you know anything streaming-wise, anything Blu-ray-wise. Um, the one exception I will say, again, it's just personal preference and ease of use my series x sits out in front it's a lot quicker to just slide a blu-ray player like my kids wanted to watch the barbie movie and i got it for five dollars out of a red box Woo! like i got the blu-ray version i popped it into my series x not that it can because it can do it better but because it's sitting here front and center whereas my ps5 is tucked behind my tv so it's like i'm a lazy gamer it's easier for me to reach my series x but as far as like versatility goes it really just boils down to, you know, what you're more comfortable with, because um, they both can do the same thing. Well, my final vote, being a PC master racer, build a baller rig for 3K and then play on your TV with Streamlink. Boom. There you go. That shoots the, the whole financial responsibility argument right out the window. <laughs> a 3K sure. system. I mean, uh, that'd, be, that'd be a really good computer. That would. That would. <laughs> it's, not, it's not an Xbox or a PlayStation, though. No. I, I, I'm, I'm, tr I'm still trying to stay out of it. <laughs> Even in a console debate, the PC Master Racer is talking about PCs and being the Master Race. Um, one thing, I, I always gotta find a way to sneak it in. <laughs> one thing I will say that I, I found it easier, and and kind of tying it back into you know what you were just talking about, and bringing it into versatility and, and peripherals and all that. Sony has great peripheral support. They've got the Backbone. Um, they just released the new. You work at the game store. I, I can never remember what the new thing is called. Um, the PlayStation Portal. Yeah, the Portal. Like they they've got that. 
It's essentially just an extension. Don't do it. <laughs> it's I'm just sorry. A, it's that's just, my that's my opinion. It's okay. an extension of your PS5, the backbone again, you take your phone, you plop it on there like you know, you have essentially it looks like a, a, a switch or if you take a, a PlayStation controller and you elongate it out, they've got the backbone, they've got remote play. I have actually found it easier to do remote play for Xbox titles because Xbox is a Microsoft entity. Microsoft is huge into the PC world. Um, and in fact, I was having a chat with a uh, local GameStop manager up here in Northern Colorado, and he was talking about how he didn't even own an Xbox, but he had Game Pass. Again, talking yep. the, the biggest thing, right, why I say Game Pass, period. Like, psh, he didn't even have an Xbox, but he had a smartphone, and he would play Xbox games on his phone, like while his son was at football practice or playing, you know, football games when he wasn't on the field, he would play his Xbox games when he finally did buy an Xbox for him and his wife and his kids. He had all of his um, his game progress, all of his save data from the cloud that he could just download onto his his Xbox. His, um, I don't remember if he got a Series S or a Series X, but his Xbox Series and he was able to play, and he just takes it back and forth. And while Sony is, they do have remote play, I can say from personal experience, a lot of times my phone gets desynced, delinked, unlinked from my PS5. So I go to do remote play, and it just sits there looking for my my console and looks for my console. And I have to wait till I come back home, redo the whole, like, syncing up, and then I can go back. So, like... In terms of versatility and that regard, Xbox to me is the winner. Like if you have, you know, couples again, you're 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 separated. You know, you're playing long distances like you and I. Between the two of us, we have an Xbox Series X. It's at my house. You don't have a, a Microsoft account that you use for Xbox because again, you are a PC master racer. Until recently, all you had was a Switch. You do have a current gen console, but like. We can play together because you have Game Pass. You've got a smartphone. To quote, to, you know, the BlizzCon, you guys, you guys have smartphones, right? Like you have a smartphone. I have a Series X. But even if I'm out of the house, I can play as well because I have Game Pass. I have a smartphone. So like, not saying Sony can't do that, but the fact that you can have Game Pass. And not even own an Xbox, but still be able to play with your significant other when you're not together is it's it's a really big plus to me. And PlayStation Plus can do the same thing, but it's a different monster entirely. So that's kind of my take on it. Well, and I can just see old Bill Bill Gates sitting back, going, "Come on, Sony, ask us for an app for." windows <laughs> so yeah let's give us spider-man and we'll give you an app <laughs> that's how i see that going yeah. down yeah well and yeah i mean i i don't know 
I don't know how much else I can say. Uh, and, and I mean, it really, it boils down to personal preference. Um, you know, gaming has gotten so advanced. Consoles have gotten so high-powered. Um, you know, I remember back when PC was the true master race because the sky was the limit in terms of, you know, CPUs and GPUs and RAM. And, like, you can build this just immensely, like, you guys are playing on, you know, PlayStation 3 and Xbox 360. Uh, that's cute. Like, I've got this huge PC rig with my 32-inch monitors, and it's like the curve has kind of flattened out to the point where consoles are super-powered now, like you have to spend quite a bit of money to equal what you're getting in consoles. And so it really comes down to personal preference. But as far as benchmarks go for those super high techie couples who care a lot about numbers, who care a lot about data, the Series X currently is the most powerful gaming console on the market. Um, I mean, full stop. The benchmarks prove it. So if you if you just need these little like eeks of like, okay, well, we want the best. Okay, well... Series X and Sony. The biggest complaint about the PlayStation 5 is it's grotesquely large. So they created like the new slim version, and you know, and now it's having heating issues. So you have to, some people are having to buy like the heating, the cooling pads. So it's like, meanwhile, the Series X, it's a giant black brick with a green grate on top, you know, green under grate. And it just chugs along. And, um, you know, and those of you who care more about things that look nice, the Xbox Series S and the Series X, they look better because they're blocky. So they go well with your smart devices a lot better than a PlayStation 5 would, which is shiny and white. Um, and again, it's it's big. I would grab it for you, but it's behind my TV. Um I mean, we're, we are really just, like, getting into first-world problem territory here with all the, these, like, pros and cons. Like, as long as you have one or the other as a gaming couple, you're going to have fun. Again, the big N-word we're not going to say anymore. Um, you know, three syllables. Xbox, PlayStation 5. You really can't go wrong with either. We're, we're really, like, grasping at straws to, to try and, like, pick a clear winner here. So Frick, you are you are on the side of Xbox solidly for couples and families. We will let you know next week what I voted. Yes, it is the holiday season. We are as to of right continue. now. Yes, as of right now, we are less than a week from Christmas. So um And I voted because simply Back in my day, I'm going to get all back in my day on you guys, because no one is ever going to revamp Atari. I just dated myself. <laughs> well, I mean, so. we did that in the first episode when we talked about how we grew up on Nintendos and Ataris. <laughs> <laughs> the original Nintendo Entertainment, which... Those of you who watch TV, I still have mine and my Super Nintendo back there behind me. So, you know, even before I was a Sony fanboy, I was a Nintendo fanboy. And you can see my Nintendo 64 controllers poked out here. So, yeah. Um, I mean, it really just, you can't go wrong with either. Um, but 
because this is like you have to pick one you can't say well both presidential candidates are nice or well both are really crappy like well both systems are really nice but if you had to pick one go with xbox game pass puts it over the top playstation now playstation plus all that stuff is great game pass is just like to me it just ekes it out um you know the xbox series x the most powerful console on the market it looks better um for those of you i mean you you can't play rpgs together you're, you're not going to play your final fantasy 15 or 16 it's a single player game you know you can't play it at the same time um you know meanwhile you've got these silly titles on game pass which some of them are on playstation as well but like fall guys rubber bandits all that stuff my kids love playing it um you know they're they're on game pass like they're you you pay the the 16 a month you get access to all of these titles um so to me xbox is the winner for couples to me Yes. We'll find out next week. Yes. So, and we'll have to leave, yes, we'll have to leave your answer on a cliffhanger. But, and I know some people are going to come out, and like I said, the well actuallys are going to come, well, actually, well, actually, I mean, that's great. The thing is, there's no wrong answer. Like, if you guys are arguing PlayStation versus Xbox, you know, and you're well actualing, but you're like me and you have both, I mean, you're winning. Like, you and your significant other you're winning so for gaming couples we'll leave it up to you on what you decide to pick but my recommendation first is the series x from microsoft todd howard i will take my 10s and 20s now so there you have it that is my verdict my recommendation obviously you'll hear hers next week but we hope you have a happy holiday time with your loved ones, no matter what you celebrate or where you celebrate. Really, as long as you're gaming together, you're winning. So from our family to yours, we wish you a happy holidays. We will see you guys next week for another episode of Pixel Heart Duo Gaming for Couples. Brought to you by Frick and Fox. I am Frick. And I am Fox. And we will catch you guys next week. Peace.